0: Welcome to An Essay By, the podcast where you get to hear an essay every month. I'm your host, Will Courtney, and you're about to listen to an essay about something that may be our worst fear, becoming something that's not us. This is the last podcast for the month of October. Two other spooky episodes have been released this month, so make sure to give those a listen if you haven't already. Without further ado, let's jump into October's third Essay. when we think of pop culture monsters what do we think of if we go back to last week's episode the monster created by dr victor frankenstein was nothing more than discarded waste of multiple men brought together to create new life ghosts are specters of everyday men and women who usually died in terrible ways leaving their souls in a state of limbo and cursing them to haunt homes. In the same vein, zombies are humans that have died only to be reanimated by something and be filled with an unending hunger. Vampires also driven with hunger, but have something that zombies don't have, consciousness. Vampires understand the pain they inflict, but do so only to prolong their lives into eternity at the expense of staying indoors and keeping their diet free of garlic. However, what I find most fascinating about pop culture depiction of monsters is none other than the werewolf. A man by day and a beast by night. Werewolves have always been fascinating to me because in most cases, the ones with the curse don't want to be a werewolf. The transformation is incredibly painful. As bones shift, the anatomy of a man turns into that of a wolf and finally attains a palate for mankind. After the moon goes down though, they turn back into their normal selves. They don't crave bloodshed, they're just them. To quickly connect all these monsters together, they share a universal trait. They were once human, now they aren't. Even if you were to look at famous pop culture horror villains today, such as Candyman, Jack Torrance from The Shining, the victims of the Armitage family in Get Out and even Carrie, it becomes clear that we fear becoming unhinged and becoming something that inherently is not us. Now, this isn't to say that all of our fears are attributed to this idea, but I think it's still worth exploring to see why this fear is so inherent. Where I believe the answer is held is within us. Whether we like to admit it or not, humans are sensitive creatures, and when faced with trauma, it can wreck us. Trauma disorders can happen for a plethora of causes, but in all cases, it deals with an unfortunate incident that leaves humans scarred for the rest of their lives. While the list is not limited to these diseases, humans can suffer from PTSD, acute stress disorder, and reactive attachment disorder. All diseases that happen from stressful situations that become unforgettable. We also live in a highly competitive world, Every day, often without us even noticing it, we are fighting for our happiness. Whether it's keeping a job, maintaining a relationship, helping your friends, or even taking time for ourselves, stress is a present factor in everything we do, and the competition never ends. There's a saying I learned when I was younger that encapsulates this idea. Whatever you're doing, someone is doing it two times harder. But what does this have to do with the primal side of humanity? For our case study, I'm happy to analyze none other than Jack Torrance, a permanent resident of the Overlook Hotel, depicted in the film and book, The Shining. Jack is, or rather was, an ordinary family man. After getting the opportunity to take care of a hotel for the winter, he ends up losing his mind and becoming the husk of his former self. He attempts to kill his wife, son, and even kills Dick Halloran, the head chef of the hotel with an ax. Stanley Kubrick's film is a masterpiece of cinema despite the controversy surrounding it, but it depicts a normal man becoming unhinged. In fact, the film directly comments on this fear as Jack loses his mind so far that he writes hundreds and hundreds of pages just encapsulating a few words using his typewriter. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. He lost himself. And the question must be asked, what happened? What changed where he had the gall to murder, especially attempt to murder his own son. Maybe there was some sort of ancient curse that afflicted Jack, or maybe it was there all along. We fear losing our sanity. To some degree, we all have comfort in knowing that we are who we are and we fear losing that safety. The idea of having safety in our skin really collapses under its own weight because it's what in our minds that can wreck humanity. It's to that end that I leave you with some advice for your Halloween. Stay away from wolves at night, avoid reanimating the dead, and maybe don't let the pale dude get any closer to your neck. You never know. Perhaps you may not be yourself afterwards. Thank you for listening to the final essay this month. If you liked what you listened to, give a review and share wherever you can. This podcast was entirely created, written and edited by me, Will Courtney, and the script was edited by Kayla Garrity. If you want more from me, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Will underscore Court, or you can listen to my true crime podcast, Fox Hollow, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now that's all from me. I hope you enjoyed the extra episodes this month and have a happy Halloween. Now please, take care.